0: What's up, everybody? This is Victor, your Reset 101 host. Today we had a lot of fun recording this episode. We hope you enjoy. And as always, thank you so much for being you, and thank you for listening. All right, see ya. Hey, students, and welcome back to another Reset 101 podcast. We are starting a Lent study. That's right. You got Victor here. I am one of your hosts. Who's also, we've also got Meg in the building. Say what's up, Meg. Hey, guys. We've also got Pastor Rob today. Hey, Pastor Rob. Hey, guys. How are you doing? I hope they're doing well. Anyways. They, they can't answer me, can they? Well, no, they can't, but that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, we're, we're jumping into a Lent study. Um, I'm going to throw it to one of you guys. I'm going to let you guys kind of elaborate on uh, kind of what we're, what we're diving into today.
1: Yeah. Um, first, just welcome back we've missed y'all. We've missed doing podcasts for y'all, so we're excited to jump back into them with our Lent study. Um, We are going to be starting today, because this is Ash Wednesday, um, we're going to be starting our 40-day of Lent study. So if you've seen on our social media, um, we have put out a Lent study. I've said the word Lent so many times. (laughs) Um, So we will follow along daily throughout the 40 days of lent with um, some scripture just some devotional and reading um, and then some reflection and prayer Um, the season of lent is all about reflection and repentance um it is the 40 days between Ashwin's Day and Easter, um, and it kind of symbolizes the 40 days that Jesus was in the wilderness before he, or preparing for his ministry, so it was before his ministry, um, and he was tempted by Satan in that time, and so we take Lent, and we kind of reflect upon our sinfulness um, and our need for Jesus and for saving, um, and that he did that work on the cross, which we celebrate on Easter, Um, so.
2: Yeah, and and Meg, you said something that I think just to me puts this season together you said that Jesus went into the wilderness to prepare for his ministry you know in the in the cycle of the church year we have this Lent cycle Ash Wednesday starts it it's a a time of preparation and just like you said it's a time to reflect on our sinfulness you know sin being those things that keep us from God Um, but also if you look at Advent before Christmas that's also a season of preparation. And um, I I think it's really cool that the church puts emphasis on preparing. I mean, anybody who's a a musician or an athlete or anything knows that that you win or you succeed by preparing, not necessarily the concert or the game. Mm -hmm. And so um, us doing this Lent study where every day we have a devotional that's going to help prepare you for your walk with Christ and and if you're a Jesus follower you want to do that the best you can and that's that's to me something that's been resonating with me lately is that preparation that that putting the practice in it takes
0: to succeed in life essentially so speaking of preparation right isn't isn't Lent, like, the, uh, isn't that the time period where some people give up, like, a certain food that they enjoy or something like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Is that they're they're preparing themselves. Do you give up food at all? Do you give something up at all? Do you give, like, a practice up or or something like that? I mean, I, food is just an example, I yeah. think. Mm-hmm. But.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, typically, every year, I either give up or add something. You know, one mm-hmm. of those two. Okay. Uh, A couple years ago, I gave up Diet Dr. Pepper, and I started drinking coffee. And and then I started, after Lent, I was doing both. (laughs) so I was like, that didn't really work. Now I actually don't drink Diet Dr. Pepper because uh, it's really bad for you, and it's starting to wear on me a little bit. That's a whole other story. But giving up something, that does help. Uh, It creates a void in, in your routine, which helps you then concentrate on what the season's all about. Meg, have you practiced that at all?
1: Yeah, there, I've had very many unsuccessful attempts at the fasting of Lent, because um, mm. I like to look at it, because uh, it is its period of like preparation, reflection, and fasting from something that takes your attention away from the Lord, um, and so, a lot of the times, what I would like consider my need for starting the day is a cup of coffee, and so I tried to replace that. <laughs> with um getting in the word before i had a cup of coffee like i have a lot of friends who do no bible no breakfast and so like you have to get fed by the word and fed by your daily bread before you can actually have like that sustenance so that the word becomes your sustenance and not the food and obviously Mm -hmm. like in a healthy way nobody's like starving (laughs) themselves but it creates this discipline um that lasts for after that with the coffee thing it didn't work i started getting migraines and I love caffeine, but um, just I think more so I try to add in something of like, okay, for these next 40 days, the first 20 minutes of my day, I'm going to dedicate to the Lord and getting in the word or being in worship music. Just something that for those 40 days, like my attention immediately is upon the Lord. Um, which is not easy, and I am not perfect, and it is difficult. Um, and again, going back to the failed attempts at doing <laughs> it, all forty days are never perfect.
0: I totally feel you on failed attempts. That's like every time I think about lit, that's what <laughs> that's what yeah. I think about for me. Adding something I never heard of really before. I've always heard of, of people, you know, d- doing, um, you know, hey, let me take this away, let me take this away. And um, I've always felt like, okay, let me take away a like a food item or something mm-hmm. that I eat but as i got older i started to i started to think to myself you know am i doing this for the right reason because obviously i keep failing but that's let's beside the point am i doing it for the right reason taking away this thing that i need or this thing that i indulge in because it's like am i saying you know what i'm not going to eat ice cream for the next 40 days is that for me or is that is that you know am i doing that to help me you know, focus on the Lord or something like that. Like, am I doing it for the right reason? Or am I just saying, you know, I'm going to let this go just because yeah, it, helped me. it helped me eat a little bit better or healthier or something. You know, I, I feel like sometimes I look at it, I have been looking at it the wrong way.
2: Yeah, and, and you mentioned, um, you know, we, we fell at it. And and one of the reasons why we, we, we fail at a Lenten discipline is habits are so strong. And habits are just really ingrained in what we do. You Mm -hmm. know, Meg, you mentioned having a cup of coffee in the morning. Uh, I think, you know, caffeine's, I I do the same thing. Caffeine definitely works. But it's also the habit of it, too, that that helps get you going. Mm -hmm. And so what I want to suggest to um, us, okay, you're thinking, I don't read the Bible at all right now. Don't feel bad about that. No judgment statement. That's many, many people. So you're asking us to do a 40-day devotional. We're going to do it every day. How in the world am I going to fit that in? Well, there's this thing called habit stacking. Like, you drink a cup of coffee every morning. Um, maybe you add it with that cup of coffee. You already got the habit of the cup of coffee. Add the devotional with that. Yeah. Um, some people, like, get home from school, and the first thing they do is is kind of declutter their mind, or put on a Netflix show or something.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Instead of put on the Netflix show, add that devotional in that slot, because you already have the slot carved out. You're already doing it. And I can't answer for anyone what that habit stacking might be. Yeah. But already put it, attach it to another habit you're already doing, and you're more likely to, to succeed.
0: That's a really good
2: point. That is not original thoughts. That <laughs> I was is, like, how many books did you have to that's read? That's Atomic Habits by James Clear, if you want to go to the Amazon mm-hmm. link and the Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No, No goodness.
1: I read something this morning um, that, because I've had a difficulty of like getting in the word and staying in the word. Like Mm. a bunch of my friends and I this past weekend we're talking about how rarely do we finish a book of Bible that we start reading or a book of the Bible. There was a word missing. Um, That we start reading because we get there and we're like, we just forget to finish it. And like, it's so important to read it. But I read this um, quote this morning of reading is a discipline discipline takes self-discipline and self-discipline is not something that our sinful flesh is going to willingly accept but it's going to fight it and so like in that we can't change our sinful flesh but like we do have a heavenly father that we can pray to of like lord give me self-discipline to follow these habits whether that be you know getting into our devotional or being in worship music or reading the bible like prayer too is so powerful in that because our i mean our flesh and our human willpower is not strong enough for that without jesus and without the spirit so i think too adding like even if your habit stacking is difficult like pray about it like frequently or even like just you know even make that a habit Mm -hmm. of like praying for self-discipline and like that might sometimes seem like such a simple prayer of like lord give me discipline or like give me the ability to have self-discipline. Um, but anytime that we are speaking to the Father is powerful. And so regardless of how simple it may seem, um, it's powerful. So.
2: I think it can be powerful to pick a Lenten discipline, whether it's add yeah, yeah. a devotional or, or take away something that, right. that, that you really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think those are, can be powerful moments. Uh, but also don't, don't get bogged down in the, the, the success or failure of it.
1: Yeah.
2: I mean, if we start this and, and tomorrow you don't do it at all and you go, oh crud, I forgot. Well, I guess I'm not going to do it this season. That's not what this is about. I mean, you know, if you miss, just do it the next time. It's more of a
0: symbolic thing. Is that right? I mean, or... Am, yeah. I, am I missing the head on that? I mean, because you, well, what you're saying, right? if you miss it, don't just, don't just, okay, well, I'm not going to do it tomorrow. I mean, yeah. because it's about what it means. Like, Yeah, it's, it's, it's about right? the journey, I think. It's about um,
2: each day you pick yourself up and start over. That's why we call it reset, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, God's in the business of making all things new. And, and so each day you have an opportunity to step into that, um, um, step into who God wants you to be.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, that's what I love about Asbury Reset. It's the whole name's about that That God's in that business of redemption, of, of making everything new, making everything good. And and, and uh, if you miss, just hop back in. We got technology now, too. You can go ahead and set an alarm on your phone now. It's going to mm-hmm. alert you at, Four thirty every day. I don't know what time what's mm. good for you. Um, <laughs> to right. say it's time for devotional, right. <laughs> you know. Um, so th- those can be helpful. That can also get frustrating too. If you, ah, that time again, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: right? Yeah. All right. So this this episode we're doing right now. This is for Ash Wednesday. Yes. 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 Okay, Ash Wednesday. This is a question that's bouncing around in my brain. All right. Yeah, my my noggin. Okay. The ashes for Ashwins. you know, when you get the thing that's supposed to be a cross, but it usually turns out to be a smudge on your forehead. A holy smudge. Yes, yes. The holy, the mark of Simba from Lion King. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. The ashes come from what? Exactly. Where do the ashes come from? Are they? It, something's burned, but where yes, is it from? They, I don't they're from uh,
2: the previous year's Palm Sunday so every at least at at asbury and and many the churches who typically would celebrate ash wednesday and put the mark of the cross on your forehead with ashes will on palm sunday uh have either the children march in or people march in with palms Mm -hmm. and and the in the symbolism of the people waving palm branches when jesus enters jerusalem uh and Then the church saved those, they, they, they bundle them Mm -hmm. up, put them somewhere in a dark room, I guess, (laughs) and they dry out and then they are burned and then created into ashes that are then, uh, well they call it imposed. They impose the ashes on your head. And, And it came as a tradition to mark followers of Christ, Jesus followers, right? because mm-hmm. uh, you, you
0: bring the palms well and putting or, it on your forehead okay. yeah
2: okay. I don't quite know when the church started doing the Palm Sunday branches I don't know how that came about but I, I do know it started by marking yourself as saying I am a Jesus follower mm-hmm. and I'm going to follow Jesus and so that that's kind of a, the start of that mm-hmm. tradition the ashes in the Bible represent um, death. Mm-hmm. you know we've come from death uh we, we were breathed in the breath of life was breathed into people and then we go back to death you know that we're just temporary vessels and so there's that symbolism too of Jesus's death and, and uh and then resurrection Easter Sunday
1: yeah that's what everything that I read in like studying up for Ashwin's Day in Lent was the Ashwin's is used to mark our mortality as Mm -hmm. humans and remind us that we came from ashes and dust and we will be returned to ashes Mm -hmm. and dust just to remind us like we're not eternally significant but then you go into these 40 days of preparation of looking inward and looking at like us as sinners but then looking up and out at how gracious and kind the Lord is and then leading us to repentance, which leads into that fasting or that adding in that daily turns your eyes to the Lord um, until Easter when we look at his resurrection and return. Um, yeah, it's all. Yeah.
2: yeah. And there are, there are two things, traditional things, that are said when they put the ashes on your head. One uh, is from the Old Testament, Genesis 3:19. Remember that you are dust, and unto dust you shall return. Uh, this is the one that I typically use if when I'm doing a uh, Ash Wednesday service here at Asbury, I'll say, uh, "Turn away from sin and believe in the gospel," you know, and, and that's from Mark chapter one, verse fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we're doing a virtual service this year because right. of the pandemic. The pro- we're following the protocols given down by our denomination. To help keep people safe, and so uh, if you if you participate that with your family, you can use one of those two sayings and put the ashes uh, th- there at home.
0: And you can make it look, you know, as even as you want it to on your forehead. The cross. My only thing about it is, it's always I've always seen people trying to take pictures of their forehead after like on for Ash Wednesday for Instagram or something, and sometimes they get. <laughs> they get disappointed cuz they're like oh dang. Oh the pastor messed messed it up. <laughs> yep. Darn those thumbs. Darn those thumbs. Yep. Of his. <laughs> so yep. all right. So we're here we're here on Ash Wednesday. Now we talked about we talked about uh, giving things up. And adding things, like a devotion, or like Meg said, uh, which is cool, like the breakfast thing. What's the little slogan with no that again? No Bible,
1: no breakfast. No, no
0: Bible, Bible, no breakfast. No breakfast. Right. I like that. That's pretty cool, actually. Um, I,
2: Could we do that? A challenge? A no Bible, no breakfast challenge? really yeah, you know, good. No, that's actually... Reset
0: ministry. Yeah. Yeah. How? What would, what would the... Like, what were the criteria? Like, how could we... No, it's just a challenge. Just a challenge. just a challenge. Yeah, just a challenge. Just, yeah. We're yeah. just
1: challenging y'all to get the word.
0: Yeah.
1: Or no in your day.
0: Let's do it. All right. <laughs> man, I'll do it. So what I'll, are I'll the, take that challenge. I'll take the challenge, too, actually. I'll mm-hmm. take the challenge, too. What's, what are the rules? So, is it, like,
2: is it like the other challenges where you have to do something like you have to dump raw eggs over your head or something <laughs> like that? <laughs> if you fail. I would hope kidding. not. <laughs> it's a waste of good protein.
0: If you fail, you have to come knock on Pastor Robert's door and confess all of your sins. No, Pastor, past Kip. Pastor, <laughs> Pastor Kip, definitely. Pastor, Pastor Kip. Just sitting on a stack of books. Uh, <laughs> so, so have we? So have we covered our first week's devotional um, so far? We talked about the ashes for uh, from Palm Sunday for Ash Wednesday, um, and adding and removing something. So, are, are we gonna? Are we all gonna? I mean, I guess. I I don't know if you do already, Meg, the bre- no Bible in no the breakfast thing, but I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. Yeah, it might work out better for me than saying, "Hey, you know what? Today, this 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 40 days, I'm not gonna eat this, that, or the other."
2: Because I don't, it'll be pretty easy for me because I don't eat breakfast till 10. Uh, okay. So if I can't get some Bible reading in by 10, it's a rough day. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and the fact I work at a church. <laughs> <laughs> and can so just shut my door for ten minutes, Right. And so right' it's Bible but, but really the you know we all have the time. It's a matter of choosing where you want to use your time right It
1: is. there was an at a conference that I helped with my i helped a friend of mine lead a group at a conference and the speaker that was where I was getting um he likes to phrase it as tithing your time Mm. so you have 24 hours in the day take eight hours out for sleep take another eight out for school work whatever so it leaves you with eight hours we'll take two out for free time take three out for meals that leaves you with three hours in the day take 10% of those three hours, it's 18 minutes of your day. Can you give 18 minutes of your day to reading the Bible and spending time with the Lord? In the grand scheme of things, that does not seem like a lot of time, but creating that habit of tithing, those 18 minutes of your day to give to the Lord, like I think you can see big heart change and life change through literally just 18 minutes of your day. <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah. And, and remember that, that when you begin to do something like this, it's, I can't remember the exact amount of time it takes, but it takes time to to build a habit. Oh, yeah. And r- you can read the Bible once, or, or read a scripture, not the whole Bible. It would oh, be yeah. tough to read yeah. the Bible. But you could, you could read a passage one day, and that's awesome. But what if you did it one day for a year, mm-hmm. that's a lot of scripture, you mm-hmm. know. And, and that just, in imp- compounds, is that the word I wanna use? I don't know if that's the correct mathematical term, but you can see where if you can begin to have some consistency with it, then it'll really change how you're living and what you're doing. Yeah. And this study we're doing, um, I mean, it's it's right there on your, Download an app off your phone, and that's going to help a lot because, you know, when you just flip open the Bible, you don't always know where to start.
1: Yeah. That was my next question was if yeah. you were to recommend somewhere for, like a book of the Bible for someone to start in, that they're like, I don't really read my Bible that often, but I want to start, where would you recommend that they start reading?
2: I always say the Gospel of John is the first one because um, of the four Gospels, John reads more like a story. Mm-hmm. And it has a little bit more meat on the bones of Jesus' mm-hmm. Jesus's life. Yeah. So I always, if somebody ever says, if, "What's the first book I've never read it?" Uh, Leviticus. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, the book tough. of John. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know Matthew, Mark, and Luke are all the Gospels are have incredible insights into Jesus' life, but John reads. You know, like you would read a story, like you
0: read a book. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So,
2: that's
0: good. Cool. Well, guys, it's been super fun talking to you. Um, I think we made some uh, good covered some good ground today for Ash Wednesday. Um, and uh, have to join us next week yeah, for uh, next devotional through our Lent study. Um, as always, thank you so much for being who you are. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and may God bless you. All right, guys. See ya. Hey, everybody, quick announcement before you go. If you want to follow along with us during our Lent study, you can. All you have to do is download the Bible app and go to the lesson titled Journeying with Jesus. If you don't want to download that app, that's okay. You can find a link to the lesson on our website at asburyreset.org, or you can go to Instagram and see as we post every single week for our Lenten study on our Instagram page, Reset. Alrighty, guys. Thank you so much. See ya.